What up, guys, and welcome to another Fillmore podcast. Today, we're going to do a little comparison with The Last of Us 2 and The Last Jedi. A lot of people are comparing these two. They have very similar attributions we're going to talk about. My name is Loco, and with me, I got... Poet, what's up, guys? So, yeah, um, we always spoke about The Last of Us 2, so we don't have to go too much into the story or anything like that. Overall, in Star Wars, what did you think of the series in general, the, the new series? Uh, I would say very disappointing. I The Force Awakens had promise. I kind of liked that uh, the second time around I watched it. But I didn't like the other two after that, um, especially when I watched them a second time. Yeah, very disappointing, very unnecessary, and just overall crap, I would say. Yeah, I disagree. I kind of liked the first movie and i thought the last one was okay the force awakens even though it was a rehash of the new hope i still enjoyed it because it was visually nice and the new characters i liked them uh, there was a few drawbacks of ray that, that i didn't like that she was a mary sue but overall i liked all the poe finn and even though it was a rehash, I knew it was like a beginning. It was a start of something new. So it was exciting after waiting all these years to watch it. And then you got to see Han Solo return, Chewbacca, Millennium Falcon, Leah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I didn't know that Luke was going to have such a small part. Well, I don't even call that a part. He's just a little cameo, last 30 seconds of the movie. But, yeah, not a, not a uh, perfect movie. A lot of things you can improve, but it was still enjoyable. The Last Jedi, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Not enjoyable. <laughs> that was one of the biggest disappointments of my life in terms of entertainment and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I've been that disappointed since Terminator 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh. Yeah, when it comes to movies and awaiting sequels or... Actraiser 2 as a video game. Oh, disgust. There's very few things that disappoint me in terms of uh, entertainment that you're really hyped about. So I did not like that at all. We'll go into that uh, movie more in detail. But then The Rise of the Skywalker, I did like. Again, it's not a perfect movie, but JJ had to fix what Ryan Johnson did in the second one. So Yeah. And he had to do it in a space of one movie. So you got to give the guy credit like he had to tell his own story and try to fix what ryan johnson did so it was an impossible task but it was much better than the last jedi so i liked it because it redeemed a lot of qualities that the last jedi ruined for me and i believe for a lot of people I understand some people liked the movie but a lot of people didn't so in my head if jj abrahams directed the whole three movies uh, it would have been much better, probably a different story being told. Mm -hmm. But that's my overall thoughts of the Star Wars movie. So let's uh, dive deeper into The Last Jedi and what's similar to The Last of Us 2. Yeah. yeah you want to get started? I think uh, we should start with maybe Joel and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, both of them, they have uh, hidden agendas in them. 
both of them have like a split audience. Either you love it or you hate it, and people are going against each other. Both of them go with the idea that trying something new is better. I mean, you can applaud something new, but that does not make it good. Just because someone's taking a risk, that's the hence of the word, risk. It doesn't mean it's going to be good. You can take a risk and it can flop badly too, you know? So just because they went to a new direction doesn't make it good. Some people say, oh, yeah, they did something new. Yeah, I can make a Star Wars movie with a webcam with me and my buddies at work and have <laughs> a storyline. <laughs> and it's new, but it doesn't mean it's good, right? So, but yes, very uh, strong similarities. The kill, they do something to the main characters. Last of Us 2 just kills off Joel. And The Last Jedi kills off the heart and soul of Luke Skywalker. And you have Mary Sue's in both Ray. Well, I didn't like about Ray in the whole series until the last movie was that she was untouchable. And yeah, yeah. if you look at it, Abby is kind of like that. She has no weaknesses. She's beating everyone's ass. She can beat these clippers with just punching their ass. Yeah. And yeah, she's like a robot, right? So her personality fits with her abilities. Like she's unbeatable almost, right? Like you feel kind of too powered up with her. Yeah. So you have Mary Sue's as well. And you take it from there. What do you think? How do you compare them? Uh, yeah, I think the characters, they have that in common. Um, but I think Ray, what was more disappointing was how fast she uses the force and how well she does everything. So she can drive a Millennium Falcon, she can fight. Um, she seems to be able to read uh, Kylo Ren's mind straight away. And none of that made sense uh, until the last movie. But I have to believe that that was not the original storyline, right? Like, spoiler alert, the Emperor is turns out to be her grandfather in the third film, which then makes the first film look a bit better because of all her powers, but I think they put that in later. Um, and as you said, it was, I think, J.J. Abrams trying to repair a lot of the damage that was done by Ryan Johnson, who um, basically followed his own ideas rather than the basic outline that was left to him by J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I found Ray, aside from that, just annoying, just the way she talks. I didn't find her funny. I didn't really root for her. But uh, the other character was actually more interesting to me, like, um, you know, Poe Dameron and Finn, especially. And uh, it was great to see Harrison Ford. But yeah, that was basically my thoughts, same thoughts as you, that a little too much overpowered and with no weaknesses, with no uh, sense of loss or fallibility or anything really so yeah i think what di- that was a disney mistake they didn't really make an outline of all the three movies they kind of just went with the flow so i blame i blame ryan johnson but, also, but i mainly blame kathleen kennedy who's in charge of all these movies in disney yeah, yeah. she just wanted to show like i think jj abrahams stood up to her more i think he said no more than ryan johnson i think ryan johnson just said yes to everything like he was just happy to work in the star wars movie because he's done better work than this so i can't really yeah. blame him i just think he's he was like okay i'm doing a star wars movie yeah i know if i talk back maybe i'll get replaced back by jj or something maybe he was just like okay maybe I, maybe i just want to make this movie and at least i'll know i made a star wars movie but 
if yeah, but that might be the worst Star movies of all time. I mean, I don't know. You can compare it with the early prequels, but I tried to watch this movie again just to give it a benefit doubt, and I couldn't get it past the first twenty five thirty minutes again. Uh, oh, okay. This, that movie has so much I don't like that I can't even watch it. I can't even give it a chance. And as a movie, that that's where it fails. The Last of Us Two, the story is terrible in my opinion. But you have fun playing it. It's a different genre. You can't compare them. You can't say, oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Because you can still play and have fun. There's no fun to be had in The Last Jedi. <laughs> no, not at all. I watched it again, too. And it was uh, what I found the second time without the emotion attached was just very boring. Fun, very slow. And some, some really weird stuff in it, too. Yeah. What I don't like about Ray, that's another very similar thing is people try to like both Disney and Neil Druckmann, they can't take like uh, constructive criticism. If you don't like it, there's something wrong with you or you don't like females or you don't like this. Yeah, bull- bullshit. Uh, I'm with Ellie, who the show has a lesbian, who has a lesbian partner and they're raising a kid together. I'm with her against Abby. So using that excuse is kind of horseshit to me. So anyone who says that is like, no, look who you're actually with. Isn't she more diverse and more, you know what I mean, out there than Abby? Yeah, that comes to society, uh, what they accept. And that's who you are with more. No, Abby was a shit character, and I didn't like her, and I didn't care about her. And I had to play as her. Whereas a TV show or a movie, you just see the character. If you don't like a character, you see them what, for one hour, two hours, you know, at most. And then that's it. You don't have to deal with it. In this game, you have to play as the character you didn't like for eight to ten hours. <laughs> yeah. So that character was terrible, but the game was fun. So The Last of Us has that going for it, where The Last Jedi, I can't do it. Ray, so go back to Ray. Um, I don't think her acting is bad or anything, but yeah, they made her too perfect too soon. But yeah, uh, it was. I don't think it be, I don't believe it was the original idea as well, where she was going to be the Emperor's kid because uh, em- Emperor's no. grandkid because. Uh, when you look at the signs in the first movie, they know who she is. If you look at the history of Star Wars, why would they accept anything related to the Emperor after everything's done? They would stay away from that person, not accept her. Like Leia was hugging her. Han was like traveling with her. And even Han in The uh, Force Awakens, when he's in that, I don't know, that bar or wherever, that, and that weird alien asks him, who's the girl with you? and they cut the camera off him, that pretty much gave the indication that Han Solo knows who she is, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have the whole lightsaber calling to her. Why would a lightsaber call to her emperor's blood? Makes no sense at all. Yeah. In my mind, she was either going to be related to Luke or I would even say Obi-Wan Kenobi because that lightsaber also belonged to Obi-Wan before it went to Luke. That's correct, yeah. So I think, yeah, it was going to be one of those two things, but then after what Ryan Johnson did, that JJ had to suddenly like show why she's so powerful. Although it's also his fault, because he made her pretty powerful right away in the first movie. If yeah. a few changes in The Force Awakens would have made a really good movie where yeah, she doesn't mind read Kylo Ren. She tries and she can maybe hear a few words just to show that she has that ability, but then she like just to show that she got overpowered. And then the final battle with Kyra as well. If she, I don't know, she lost that battle. 
it would more make more sense that then she needs Luke Skywalker to train her. You have someone who's already holding their own, who didn't have any force training in what, like 20 years, like 15 years, mm. holding their own on Kylo Ren, who you assume is practicing every day. Then what's, why is she even looking for Luke? It makes zero sense. If she's always so strong, she doesn't need Luke's guidance. It's, you know, it's like a karate kid. Imagine Daniel just whooped Johnny's ass in the first five minutes of the movie, and he whooped yeah, his yeah. ass throughout the movie. Yeah. You're not going to root for him in the end fight. You might be with Johnny. Yeah. So, like, how can you root for someone who's so powerful? That's why even, like, in the old classic movies, like Superman, when he loses his abilities and he gets his butt whooped in the cafe, like, you have to show weaknesses so they become a little human that you can relate to, right? So yeah. if you have an unrelatable character, like Anakin was flawed, you related to him, you know? Yeah. The way he was, like, flawed and then stuff, that was good. Even Luke Skywalker wasn't perfect in the beginning, right? He had to learn and develop his skills. Yeah, he left his training and he got messed up and lost his hand. <laughs> exactly. So people try to complain, oh, you just don't like female strong. Look at Luke Skywalker. No, he, he got his hand chopped off. And it showed that, no, you really do need your training. It's important, right? But Ray yeah. is just perfect in everything. So It doesn't matter if he was female or male. That has nothing to do with it from my point of view. That's just anytime you try to criticize Nas, like it always comes to that. But it has nothing to do with it. It's just a shit character. That's all. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That's why people, that's why these two fan bases are similar. If you don't like the game, yeah, because you don't like, you know, women or you don't like this. Last of Us too, like I said, we are with a woman. We are with a girl that we liked from the first movie. You know, you're with her. So, and she's not straight and she's raising a kid. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and she's, raising a kid with someone with a different like what she like uh dina she's like jewish too so like there's so many things like if you wanted to hate it then why would you even support ellie you don't right so i think that excuse people use is they can't just take them out the game the storyline was horseshit and they make excuses they hide behind all this feminism and all this shit but it makes yeah, no that's sense what it is, hiding it and what i don't like is with the older people of our generation who say they like this film but i i swear they don't <laughs> they just afraid to voice their actual opinion because they don't want to be seen as like old haters or whatever. You feel that too? or uh, I don't know about that, but it's different for different people, like who you watch the way. If you have kids, if you have daughters, you know, maybe yeah, you, yeah. Want, you want them to yeah. see like a strong female, but showing a woman who, or any character who has weaknesses and then they overcome the weakness is a bigger lesson than showing a perfect person. So yeah, I, I don't know how anyone could actually like this movie. And another thing is, if people love, people love to say that, oh, you don't like Ray because she's a girl. Like, what shit are you talking? We love Princess Leia. What, what is she? People love Princess Leia for those movies. Like, you know what I mean? For how many? Thirty years? Forty yeah. years? Yeah. Well, like, what is she? Like, it makes zero sense, right? Like, she's she's fighting too. You know what I mean? In the first movies, right? They show her right away like she's capable of doing some shit of her own. Yeah. So that whole argument goes away even um padme is not a, like a, you know she's not a weakling you know even yeah, she yeah. like stands her own and everyone liked that character no you know there's not many people that say padme sucked right yeah yeah exactly and that's long-term fans that didn't like the last jedi and then the worst thing you could do is turn luke skywalker into like a comedic parody of himself <laughs> was that even luke skywalker i don't know what that was man that was some weird shit. 
People try to say, oh, yeah, he got lost, but Luke Skywalker wouldn't act like that regardless, you know? Milking cows and you know, the face <laughs> cows and yeah. throwing the lightsaber away like that, you know, and not reacting. Yeah, after everything he went through, it doesn't make any sense. And then the way he dies, too, is what? First of all, he's, they made him such a coward that he physically can't go there and help them out. Like, he just has to meditate. And then... He dies doing that too? Like, oh my God, what a death. You die just uh, meditating and doing like a, a, a hologram. A hologram of yourself. And then they're trying to show like he went in peace. No, he didn't go in peace. Kylo Ren is still alive. People are still trying to destroy the world and, you know, I mean, all that stuff is still happening. It's in the middle of the war. Why would he go in peace when he knows it's going down? It makes him look like even a bigger coward. Like, yeah, I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> and the fact that Mark Hamill also said he hates his character yeah, in this movie. And yeah, it's like you can portray him as a different, you know, guy as he's older, but don't make him into like this comedy suck, you know what I mean? Who can't do nothing and is just like past his prime. And the worst part is when he's, tra- and the way he trains uh, Ray as well. Like he has one lesson where she's just like, I can't even remember, like on a rock or something. That's the only lesson. And then they have like a fight, a little fight. And guess who wins in that little fight too, even though it's not that important. But Ray puts Luke on his ass. <laughs> and that's when I'm like, I give up. Like, okay, who's training who here, right? She yeah. never put in her place in the first two movies at all. And she's yeah. supposed to be the person you're rooting for. And then she's beating you, the one of, you know, the main guy from the movies. That everyone yeah. loves. And then yeah. it's like, what's the point? Why are you even there? It makes zero sense. Why are you even there? Like, yeah, I think these Star Wars movies could be really good. They had a good cast and stuff. The production values were really good, but the first movie was a setup movie, so you can let it go. But yeah, the second movie was such a downer that the third movie, the best it could do was be like an okay movie, try to fix things. Yeah. That's why I liked the last movie, because first of all, Poe, you know, he was a badass in the first one. In the second one, they show him to be like a loser who makes all these mistakes, and then the women have to come fix it. You know, so it is a feminist movie. You can't hide it. You can't hide the fact that the Last Jedi is forcing it on you to show, yeah, women are better than men. Yeah, it is. But the thing I didn't like about that uh, that part with uh, Holdo, Admiral Vice Admiral Holdo, and Princess Leia not telling Poe Dameron the plan. Like, why would you not tell him the plan? Just tell him the plan is this. We're going to escape using the pods. But they, you know, knock him out, put him in, put him away. And then they tell him afterwards, like, why? It makes no sense. Do you know what I mean? They could have just told him. He's not going to be like, oh, don't do it. It was just weird. Like, I don't understand the whole part. And uh, Holdo, the way she dies, like a heroic death. Whereas General Akbar dies in like a voiceover in the background. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> I like you want to strong, you want to show strong females fine, but it was this was so obvious what they're trying to do that it becomes ridiculous. It would have been the same way if it was the opposite, you know, opposite. If they're showing like Princess Leia or someone die like a sucker, yeah. and they show a man so overpowered, it would be the same. So it doesn't work both ways. Yeah. But like, it's so obvious what it's doing, and it's doing it too much. Ray is like a super ninja Jedi in this movie. Whereas Luke took so long just to pick up, you know, his ship, right, from the, wherever that lake, wherever that swamp. Yeah. 
she's like picking up boulders of rocks already. Like, what the hell, man? And the whole, like, her and Kylo Ren, like, seeing each other in their thoughts, and Kylo Ren shirtless for some reason. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, it was not artistic. It was stupid. It was forced texting. Forced texting. <laughs> it was just weird. Like, and then you're like, and then, of course, we have to talk about Snook. He was built up to be this really big bad guy in the first movie. Yeah. And what happens in the second movie, he gets clapped like a little ant. <laughs> he can't notice that there's a lightsaber that's coming, right, floating, about to kill him. Like, yeah. The whole movie makes zero sense. It's basically Ryan Johnson trying to uh, erase what J.J. did in the first movie, like a pissing constant. And then J.J. has to go and erase what Ryan Johnson did in the second movie. The uh, yeah, whole, that's, yeah, that ruins those two movies so much. Like... Suddenly, Ray's parents are nobodies. Again, the first movie showed that Leah knew who she was, Han knew who she was, and they're embracing her. Clearly, she's nothing to do with the Emperor. The lightsaber's calling her. R2-D2 wakes up when she's at the same location. Why the hell would R2-D2 wake up if the Emperor's granddaughter is there, right? (laughs) (laughs) That shows they changed the story. No one can deny that. They changed it. They definitely changed it. Yeah, she... Yeah, definitely. She was supposed to be, you know, one of the good guy's daughters somehow, or niece, or something. Something, yeah. Even like I don't know, make her like someone like from the prequels, like related to someone else. Like it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. having her as the emperor's line of blood makes zero sense, and how they're all embracing her and stuff when they know, and they've seen what happened to Darth Vader and the emperor. You know, they know what happens. It makes yeah. zero sense. It also last- makes zero sense. That the Emperor is still alive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I only saw the uh, this third movie once. Did they explain how he's alive? <laughs> no. But they don't. I thought they, sh- they showed something like the, uh, just, the uh, Emperors uh, have got him and like, somehow are like, rebuilding him or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. Or stupid, he moves man. his soul into different people, right? Uh, but, like, something, the- man. I don't know. I, I couldn't watch it the second time. I couldn't watch it. I made it half an hour and then I had to turn it off. I will come in the end of the movie and I'm explaining 21. Well, I'm here. <laughs> He's here for ratings, gentlemen, gentlemen, to bring the audience back. But that guy's a great actor. I can't believe he played the same character in all three trilogies. That's insane. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, was he in the? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he was. He was in all three. Yeah, because he's a young guy acting in the first movies as the old emperor when he wasn't that old, right? Yeah. Then he was old, and he was in the prequel. And then, yeah, now he's now in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> But yeah, um, I know this was supposed to be a comparison, but really, I just want to talk about The Last Jedi. <laughs> it's been too long, and it's been <laughs> enough time that you, we're not uh, going on a bad wagon, right? It's enough time that no one cares really about it anymore. But it's a terrible movie, in my opinion. Anyone that likes it, I think, is just trying to just trying to be different. I mean, I don't know how you like if you like the love the original Star Wars movie. I don't know how you like this movie. If you don't care about the original Star Wars movies, then I can get it. Right, if you're not really a Star Wars fan, whatever, you might have different reasons to like it. But yeah, if you're yeah, a true right. fan, I don't know how you can like this movie. Well, I only know two or three people who are over thirty who like this movie, but whatever. And are they fans of the original movie? Yeah, they are. That makes zero sense to me. Again, like, oh, let's not forget about Finn's side story with Rose. Uh, yeah, Rose was another terrible character. Uh, like, 
I don't know. She was not like. Oh, no, 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 you're 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 anti Chinese. You're anti women, man. No, this character sucks. Like <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it just suddenly comes out of nowhere and doing everything. And again, she saves Finn. Like this movie just okay. Women are better than men. Let me. Sh- we'll take like three hours, however long it was, to show you why and how. And that's what the whole movie is, I think, in my opinion. Uh, that didn't bother me. That What bothered me was just that her parts and uh, Finn was wasted. The part when they went to the casino and everything was really boring. And, you know, Benicio Toro was wasted in that. That was a good half an hour at least or, four, you know, something like that. But it was just completely unnecessary. I don't know. Did you find that part boring? Yeah, I think it was just like, I don't know what it was. It was like a circus. It was just, it takes you away from the movie. Even though I wasn't having a good time with the movie, but it takes you completely away from it. <laughs> and it's just weird. It's just like, what am I watching? Like, And, you know, like, then you see the casino, then you think maybe a major character is going to come back, but they don't. That's why I like the third movie. At least they brought back, you know, other people. They showed Ray's weaknesses in the third movie where she actually loses the battle against Kylo. That made me like Ray more. Like, now I was rooting for her. You know, like, finally they showed that she has a weakness and she's not better than everybody you know, like that made me root for her more. Like I was, I was with them in the end and stuff. And I think the third movie had a great opportunity to do something that would have been really cool in the end, where she's hearing the voices of all the Jedi's. If they yeah, just yeah. had like the holograms behind her too, like that would have been so cool. Like to visually see all those guys behind her, like Hayden Christian as Darth Vader. You know, yeah, he was supposed to have a scene apparently with her. But I don't know what happened. And you're McGregor as Obi Wan. Like if they were just there visually, man, how cool would that have been? Right, right behind her when she's going against Emperor. Like that would have been cool. Like even if, like holograms, they could have easily done that. So, but yeah, I liked it way better than the second one. And at least it tried to explain why, and it kind of made sense. And people always talk about, oh, why did she call herself Skywalker? Because that's the only family that embraced her, right? Like. You have to assume that, you know, she's, when she spent time with Luke, she got attached to him there. They, they didn't show everything. Leah, she was clearly tra- getting trained by her. Han Solo in the first movie and then in between, right? So she is, like, connected to their family. And Kylo Ren basically puts the last f- form of energy of his life into her to save her, right? So she literally does have Skywalker Force in her because that guy gave her her last energy, and he's a half a Skywalker, right? So I don't mind that. Like, it makes sense. Like, she's going to call herself Skywalker. Like, it's not ideal, but I didn't hate it as much as people were complaining about it. What about you? Yeah, I did. it was okay. It was okay. At first, I kind of liked it because it reversed a lot of the things. But when I watched it a second time, I didn't like it as much because it's that's what it is. It's just a film that's trying to fix uh, the story and plot points. And it does that, but it's, it does it in a messy way. And uh, it was good to see uh, Lando back and stuff like that. And, you know, the fight scenes were not bad. So it was definitely better than the the last Jedi. But I still like it the second time I watched it. They redeemed Poe Poe as well in this one. Yeah, they did. And even Finn, like, he was was a bigger badass. And there's some people, I can't remember what they were called. They helped Finn in this one, in the last one. Yeah, with the horses and horse-type creatures. Yeah, I didn't mind them too. Like they were okay. Like, yeah, so, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fixing what happens in the second movie, but that's why I liked it because you finally see weaknesses in some of these characters, so you can actually start rooting for them. 
And uh, it was good to see Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill with little cameos as uh, memories and ghosts. And yeah, the ghost of Luke was the more was the character you wanted to see in The Last Jedi, basically. The ghost that he was yeah. in The Rise of the Skywalker should have been how he was in the second movie, right? Yeah. And it makes zero sense how Han's ghost, who's not a Jedi, shows up. But at this point, you're just like, okay, the trilogy's ending. It's already done. They already ruined it. Might as well enjoy it, right? Yeah. Hello, son. It's like, oh, yeah, how are you back? <laughs> it's a memory. It's not a ghost. It's a memory. They say it's a memory, but no, he was physically there. He wasn't like imagining, and he was telling him what was happening too. You can't have a memory of something you don't know about, right? But yeah, Han Solo's cool. So any uh, more of him is just a bonus, right? Chewie, yeah. we're home. <laughs> like, yeah, it, that's why The Force Awakens was just awesome. Like, just seeing those characters back, I guess, right? So you can excuse it for everything else it is. Because, again, like it was a setup movie. But yeah, the second movie, you, for me, yeah, it did bother me when they're overdoing it with feminism. Just like if they overdid it with guys, like, you know, you don't overdo it with anything. Like, I don't care, you know, like, I don't want to see anyone overdone, right? If you want to make things normal, you show people as normal characters, right? And yeah, there's too many differences from the first movie to the second movie where it's just like, you don't really feel like they're really, it's really a sequel. It's like an alternative universe almost. Yeah, yeah, they all feel like that. Which is ironic because people are trying to petition to get these movies erased. And I don't know if it's rumors, but there are strong rumors that are going out that Disney are going to make it like this was just an alternative universe and erase it from the main storyline of Star Wars. And I think they would do that probably just to make more money, right? So they can make more Star Wars movies with the main characters or some of them. Now they kind of missed the boat because like... uh, Princess Leia uh, passed away in real life, right? Yeah. So, so she can't come back and do anything. Carrie Fisher, yeah, yeah, Carrie Fisher, and yeah, I don't think Harrison Ford will come back to it as well. I think he's pretty much done. But at least you can maybe have a good Luke Skywalker doing stuff, right? If they're gonna reboot it, or will they just reboot it with not having these main characters at all? I don't know, but it was a good opportunity lost. Like, yeah. It's it's a mess of a movie. The three movies do not gel together like a series should. That's where Marvel, I think, deserve a lot of credit. Look how oh, many yeah, movies yeah. they did and how they link up to each other perfectly. Exactly. exactly. Because they had a plan from beginning exactly what's going to happen to what we see. Seen. So like 50, whatever, 10 years ago, they probably made the whole movie storyline. They just changed a little bits here and there. But they pretty much knew, okay, this is the guideline. We're going to follow it. Where the Star Wars, you could tell... They changed the movie for movie, and it became a mess. You, in the meantime of the last podcast, finished The Last of Us 2. What do you think of it now, comparatively to when you left it off last time? Uh, I think it's, number one, it's a great game, just if based on the gameplay. It's fun to play, right? But it has a worse storyline and the worst ending in gaming history. So I would say I have mixed feelings. If you had to compare the two, where did you get more enjoyment, Last of Us 2 or The Last Jedi? Last of Us 2, because the video game, you still get to shoot, still get to play, still get to have some fun, you know what I mean? But Last Jedi, there's no fun, man. There's no fun to be had. So let, uh, let me ask you this. Story-wise, though, if you just look at stories, which one do you think has the worst story? The Last of Us 2 or The Last Jedi? Ah, oh, They're both really bad. I don't know, man. 
They're both really bad. I'll give it to The Last Jedi because you're dealing with a huge franchise over 30 years where The Last of Us was, what, seven years ago? Yeah. One game and probably like some comics in between and DLCs and whatever, right? But still, it's not Star Wars. Like, you're trying to change the whole game of Star Wars. It's different than changing this one game, but... Yeah, yeah. Star Wars has a lot of uh, a lot of touch to it, a lot of fanfare, a lot of hype, a lot of money, a lot of everything. It's huge, you know. It's an important part of a lot of people's childhoods. But then, if you look at that point of view, The Last of Us forces you to play with a character you don't like. And that's 10 hours of you actually totally immersed as that character. It's not like a TV show where they show the bad guy's storyline for like an episode or two, right? Sometimes they do that. You just have to bear that for like 45 minutes, one hour, two hours at most out of the whole series. This is eight hours to 10 hours. That's not a joke. You're playing as someone you hate and you can try to see the manipulation behind it where they're trying to get you to feel for this character. Even yeah. to the point where when they, she's fighting Ellie, they want you to be with Abby against Ellie, right? They're trying to brainwash you to be with Abby. Abby gets away in the end way better off than Ellie in the end of the game, right? Yeah, she's like starving and she's hanging, but she's going to be okay. Ellie lost everything, even her fingers. Like So forget the guitar. Even like defending herself is going to be more different now, right? More difficult shooting guns and stuff, right? So they want you to like Abby better than the main character that you liked from the first game. That is dumb as hell, especially with someone with no character, with no redeeming character uh, abilities, like nothing memorable about that character. Like I don't want to go to uh, Starbucks and have a coffee with her. It would, we would just be sitting there in silence. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's that type of person, right? Yeah. Like, oh, what did you do today? Yeah, I did this. What did you do? Yeah, I did this. Then that's that's it. Awkward drinking <laughs> coffee for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Ellie is like a character you can talk to her about music. Like she has so many different things about her, right? Like there's like many layers, like I would say, where Abby has one layer, Ellie has multiple layers. But yeah, Abby and Ray both annoyed me. Yeah. Abby, because obviously you're playing as the bad character and she has no characteristics to like. And like I said, Ray is a Mary Sue. I'm not going to support any Mary Sue in any movie, even Superman. Imagine if Superman didn't have kryptonite. What, would you like it? Like, you know what I mean? If you knew he had no weaknesses, like, and Superman just wants to fit in, right? He, he just wants to fit in with people. He wants to be acknowledged and, you know, loved by Earth. It shows a human side to him. So I don't know. Like, like I, always, I always picture, like, yeah. Cry the Kid or Rocky. Imagine Rocky movies. He beats Apollo's ass in the first movie. Then he beats him again in the rematch. You know what I mean? Then he beats Mr. T the first time. <laughs> like, you've just said, why am I watching this? What's the point? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, yeah, like, people always complain about men, yeah, but they show men losing the heroes and the how they get back up. I think that makes a much stronger person, woman or men, to show you fall and, and give you guidelines on how to get back up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Sarah Connor, you know, Ripley, they all they all have that. Yeah, everything like uh Terminator two, right? Uh he's way underpowered compared to the T one thousand, right? So you're rooting for him. Kyle Reese. I'm not especially gonna Terminator one, I'm a Kyle Reese, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like the underdog if and then or if you're not gonna do underdog, don't make it something like this perfect as hell. But yeah, so story wise both are terrible. 
but both have a similar thing where they're both not accepting the criticism now. Even like Neil Druckmann is basically saying, oh, if you don't like the game because you have issues with this or that, instead of saying, you know, at least be like honorable about it. Like, okay, I made some changes. I know some people won't like, but some people do like it. Like at least acknowledge it instead of labeling, no, you're the problem, right? Not my game. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh, I can go way deeper into Last Jedi, but yeah. I don't want to get too angry. <laughs> that's why I know that movie is really bad because it's been years and I'm still angry about it when I think about it. <laughs> like when yeah. I just have to think about it, I get angry again. I mean, I don't think about it every day, but when I do, it makes me angry. What about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, anger is a strong word. I think more disappointment. Like, I, Sorry, I just... the word is disgust. <laughs> <laughs> disgust. I'm sorry, but I am disgusted. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's our view of the Last of Us Two and the Last Jedi. Again, comparing the two because they do have similar features, similar audience, similar makers, who are basically trying to tell the audience, "No, there's a problem with you of not liking this product." <laughs> In- instead of just letting it go, right? If you don't like it, you don't like it. Just at least do that, right? It makes it more annoying when they're trying to blame you. So yeah, that was uh, a look at the Last Jedi, Star Wars, probably the you know latest three movies in general. We talked about them more than than the Last of Us Two. We already did a podcast about that, so you can go hear that if you like. We went into way more details, and we'll be back next week with something new to talk about. Absolutely, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. This has been Loco and Poet with the Fillmore Podcast. Peace.